Hello and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the 10 minute leadership podcast Leadership and Risk chapter 43. I hope you're doing well and I hope you are happy. What we're going to do in this episode obviously is make the connection between risk and leadership. So let's take a look. Let's uh examine this a little bit further. Leadership as you probably know is on a spectrum anywhere from risk takers to risk averse and anything in between. Risk is important because if you really think about the progression of humanity it is done through risk. And what is the risk? What do we have to lose? Well, it depends. We um uh, in business we may lose money. Also in business we may lose some connections or uh, uh relationships that that we had cultivated. Everything that we do for the most part imposes some sort of a risk. Good leaders generally and this is a very general statement are risk takers. But remember, this is a very general statement. But I can say this for sure. Leaders who are 100% on the spectrum of being risk averse normally do not propel their organization forward. Their teams, their organization, why? Because they remain in a very safe box, in a, a safe zone if you will, and this is something I normally say. Progress doesn't happen in the comfort zone. Again, progress does not happen in the comfort zone. Tell me about a time that you have experienced progress in your life while sitting on the couch in your own comfort zone and not doing much about it or not taking any risk. Right? It sounds silly because it is silly. Everything that we do has some risk involved there. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples that are a bit a bit far-fetched, maybe a bit far-fetched for some people, but I'm going to make the connection of risk, leadership, and listening to our intuition or our heart. The majority, if not all of the successful major decisions I've ever made in my life, private or uh for business for work were risky obviously but i truly believed in the progress in what i'm doing and i listened to my heart and i listened to my intuition and it always prevailed let me give you a couple of examples when i left the previous university i used to teach at back in 2018 2018 19 Yeah, between 2018 and 2019. I forget. 2019. Okay. Yeah. Um I gave them my resignation without getting a contract at the at the new university. Now, this means what it means in my world in the world of academia that there was no certainty that I'm going to get the, the the job at FIU at Florida International University where I teach now. I interviewed for it. Everything looked good, but I have yet to get a contract. A final decision was not made, and I gave out my resignation. 
which arguably uh, is not a smart move. My uh, good friend and colleague, Brian Connors, who was on the show a couple of uh, guests ago, uh, it was Mary and Brian Connors. I clearly remember, and Brian, if you're listening, and I know uh, both Brian and Mary listened to this carefully, I had dinner with Brian and his wife, fiance at the time, and he's like, he said, dude, you're, you're taking a big risk here. And I said, I know, I know. And, and Brian, if you're listening, you remember that conversation because it was a big risk. But deep inside, I knew everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to work out. I knew it. I just knew it. And instead of arguing with it and trying to rationalize it, I didn't. I just went with it. I gave my resignation. And by the way, everything worked out as planned. Thankfully, I got my contract. I moved on to uh, FIU and I've been teaching there uh, since then. I made another big decision and I laugh because my father just didn't get it. Uh, and this was a few years, number of years back, probably uh, seven, eight years ago, where I purchased a property outside of the country in Montreal, Canada. And m- when my father and I talked about this and he said, Owen, but what, like, what got you to think this is a good idea? And I said, well, obviously, I, I viewed the property I visited in Montreal and several times, and, and I really like it, and I think it's a great investment. And he asked me, but why? Why are you taking such great risks? This is a lot of money we're talking about. And I told my father, because it feels good. It feels good in my heart. And at that point, he said, but Oren, you have an MBA, you know? You're, and at the time, I didn't have my PhD. You have an MBA. You have, you have the capacity to think with your left brain. I said, yeah, absolutely. The numbers add up, everything is great. But the reason I'm really doing it is because it feels good and I trust my, my intuition. <laughs> In recent conversation with my father, we, um, he found out some, through another Canadian friend that the area where I purchased the property is booming. And I just had a feeling that it's going to go well, that it's going to be okay. So bottom line, I took a big risk here and the the return was big too. So obviously, the larger the risk, the bigger the return. But, you know, I'm not telling you go out there and take risks on everything. What I suggest you do and the connection in my humble opinion and knowledge between leadership and risk is take the time to listen to your heart what your gut is telling you. Because if we look at science, there is scientific, scientific evidence that there is a connection between the heart, the gut, what we call, and, and the brain, which sends a signal to the limbic brain, which says to the limbic brain, this is a feel-good thing, it feels good, it feels right. And then the limbic brain translates this information to its capacity to the frontal lobe of the brain, the, the, the neocortex, where we make rationalized decisions. But some decisions are made because the limbic brain doesn't have capacity for language. We just say, you know, we don't know why, but it just feels right. And this is what I can tell you about the apartment in Montreal. I don't know what it is, it just felt right. Or leaving the previous university and and without getting a a contract yet at FIU, it just felt right. It, It felt like it's going to be okay. Trust this feeling. Trust your intuition. Don't go against it. Because my friends, 10 times out of 10, your intuition was right. Tell me about a time where you 
you, you look back and you said, ah, if I would just listen to my intuition, or if I just listen to my heart, right? That always happens. It never fails. It, it will never fail us because it's just how we're wired as human beings. We just have to trust it. The problem that our rationalized mind, our left brain, our neocortex, and our ego collaborate and say, well, well walk them off the ledge. It's a bad idea. Don't take risks. Comfort zone is good. It's safe here. Don't move. <laughs> Progress doesn't happen that way. So my friends, take risk. To a certain extent, don't go to the casino tonight and spend $50,000 and phone me up later or send me an email and say, well, I lost all my money, but I felt good about it. Okay, you get the joke, right? Don't do that. But calculated risk, if it feels good, will propel yourself, will propel your organization forward. And it's because of risk you took. And by the way, don't be afraid to share your risky idea with others. Of course, those who, whom you trust, your team, your teammates, your followership, run the idea by them. Hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Give me some feedback. What do you guys think? People love that. They want to be included. And if you are a good leader and you followed all the episodes so far, <laughs> your, your followership will listen to you. They trust you. You build that rapport with them. So I'll leave you with this. <coughs> Pardon me. Don't be afraid to take risk. Risk is okay. And remember, change will not happen if you're in a comfort zone. <coughs> Pardon me. It's not COVID, I promise. I hope uh, this was good. And I hope you are having a good week. And I wish you a great uh, week ahead, a great day ahead. And I'm looking forward to our episode next week. Be well.